Hello and welcome to Going Along Podcast. I'm Nathan. I'm Stuart. And this is your Week 11 podcast. Did you miss us? Hiya. So obviously, uh, we know you come to us to, to check the predictions of what's going to happen each week because mm-hmm. we're spot on. Yeah, we how, how did we 100% accuracy every week. How, how did we do last week, Stuart? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Are you sure? No. Did did one of us maybe get less than 50%? Yeah. Is that me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm just going to start flipping a coin. I'm going to... Just going to... There's no point. I'm going to do the analysis bit, but then on who's going to win. I'm going to go, you know what? Take your pick. Let's just flip a coin. <laughs> I think... There was a couple of maybe surprises and things like that this week. You also took some chances on ones that weren't the surprises. I think you were unlucky. Yeah, well, I did go for the Browns again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And to be fair, Panthers was 17-0 up at halftime. We both went for the Panthers. Yeah, like we said in the last podcast, like when we're wrong, it's not our fault. But when exactly. we're right, it's because we know. Exactly. So let, let's see what we're going to be right about this week. Uh, starting with... Thursday night game, which is one of our teapot ones. So if you're listening to this and it's before five o'clock on a Thursday or even after and you think, I've not done my predictions this week, I play the teapot, you're late. We need your predictions because this is one of the games. Just listen to what we say and copy that and you'll definitely not win. <laughs> Good tip. Um, this one, I, this is this is definitely one of those I'd really like thinking about. Really hard to call, I think, who's going to win out of Saints and Panthers. I think it probably is on paper, but I see this and go, yeah, the Saints are going to take this. The way that the way that the teams are playing, I think the Saints are going to play the full game. The Panthers haven't played a full game this season where they've played well, so I just don't see them taking a win against the Saints. It's in Carolina, though, so that's potentially going to help them. Isn't Charlotte, and they, they should have won at the weekend against Chiefs, really, I mean, 17-0 up. This is one of those tough ones where I think the Saints have been great going forward but they let a lot of points in they I think are going to be hurting from that defeat to the Broncos where they lost in the last second when they should have been winning it they really take that extra point to go ahead and ended up losing by two points from safety I think that's hard to come back from I think Newton we've talked about looking like he's back in form he was playing better yeah for sure that is leading me to go it's going to be the Panthers awesome yeah division game as well they they need to Oh yeah, no, it's it's big game. It's obviously a big game for both of them. So it's it's high stakes, big pressure game. And I think at the minute Cam doesn't have it. So I'm saying Saints. You saying the Panthers? I'm going the Panthers. Nice, I like it. I find the next one really intriguing. This is also one of our teapot ones. And strangely, we picked it because I think you could go either way. Uh, Arizona Cardinals going to Minnesota. Two teams that do not look good. I don't think I want to watch this one for quality, but I kind of want to watch it out of intrigue. It's it's so strange. Week five, this game comes up. You're going, oh, the Vikings are going to smash it. They're playing so well, blah, blah, blah. Last season, this game comes up. You go, Cardinals all over this. Now we're just like, I don't know. This is definitely falls in the category of who's going to be less worserer. Worserer, yes. Um, and I think the momentum at the minute is just not with the Vikings. It's just, they're just... They've got momentum. <laughs> They've lost four on the trot. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's going to carry on. I just <laughs> Oh, you mean in that way? Yeah. Gotcha. I, I just don't see it happening. I think, yeah, the Cardinals, again, not playing great, but I think they're going to grind out a win here. I'd love for the Vikings to kind of get a win and kind of restart their season again. Because if they get a win, 
you go actually they're still because they're still playing well they're still potentially well they're not playing well sorry they're still got a good record and things like that so it wouldn't be outrageous to say they're going to make the playoffs still so this win could maybe turn it back around but I'm my head saying Cardinals I think also I like synchronicity and and the symmetry of they win five then lose five so this would complete that if they lost it but also I I was swayed one way thinking it's in Minnesota but then they lost the other week and you think is is that home I mean this time of year normally they're outside yeah. I think that might make a difference certainly to a desert team like Arizona coming across and having to play in the cold but it's not it's indoors now it's going to be nice and I, I just wonder if that might help opposition teams a little bit the the environment's not going to be in terms of temperature hostile to them yeah um and Sam Bradford's looking spooked all the time. Cardinals are getting Tyron Matthew back potentially this week. Uh, Floyd was back for them and looking quite good receiving. Uh, for me, that just puts the Cardinals ahead to win. Yeah, Cardinals for me. Next one was another close one, I think, for a call that could have been an interesting one for our teapot. I think this might split people. Buffalo Bills going to Cincinnati to take on the Bengals. Rex Ryan made an interesting decision this week um, with their bye week. Obviously, a lot of coaches give players some time off they want to recover Rex Ryan give them the entire week off <laughs> yeah just go relax enjoy yourself have fun because you're doing so well um <laughs> it did seem strange but apparently that was a deal was they went to see uh, went to Seattle um and was like okay leave everything out there you've got a bye week so I kind of get it but it still seems slightly risky knowing in this day and age everything gets out in the media if you're a fan knowing those players have had that time off you'd be like what I'm gonna say it's gonna work Oh yeah. Um, I think there's been a lot of stress and a lot of uh, probably mind games going on in the Bills, and so I think a week off and a week away. Obviously, it's not a full week off. They were still uh, in the gym and things like this. But I think yeah, a week out of full intensive training. I think yeah, it will give them a bit of a clearer head, and I'd look at them to come in and take the Bengals. Not easily, but yeah, Bills to win that one for me. Yeah, I think the Bills might just edge it mainly because. I think there might be a little bit extra hunger and the Bengals look slightly disjointed at the moment. I think this could be a real close one though. Yeah. That could be one of those fun ones that you just see keep coming up on red zone. You go, oh, that looks quite good. Yeah. I mean, especially I think there'll be some confidence for the Bills their last game. Well, those defeats at Seattle, I think they'll have taken a lot of confidence. By all accounts, I mean, they had a really good game. A lot of things were working really well for them. Um, it'd be interesting to see. They have got one big injury problem. Eric Wood against Seattle uh, came off broken leg. Uh, the centre who's been playing really well is now out so that might need a bit of a rejig so then next up we have the Bears going to New York to play the Giants you're smiling <laughs> well, that's New York Giants isn't it <laughs> yeah and um, even though yeah the Giants won this week but they're again they're not playing fantastically but you don't have to against the Bears team that are playing this badly so yeah it's it's kind of at a mute point really but Giants can take this one I think we can pretty much still do the same for the next game. They might have lost uh, this week, the Steelers, but it was to the Cowboys. But now they go to Cleveland. Yeah. So you're going to go with your, oh, the Browns are going to win? Because they have to win one? Man, I know I said that, but I say a lot of things. I, I can't on this one. <laughs> okay. I'll take the reins then. I think the Browns are going to win this one. Shut up. Yeah. I no, think you so. don't. I do. I do. I had, I, was, I, I had this whole theory planned out in my head, and I've kind of lost it now. But... I think, yeah, the Steelers have, they played terribly against the Ravens. Then they came and they played really well against the Cowboys and still lost. 
and now I think they're just going to be in this world of um, a glass case of emotion, and they're just they're just like, what do we do? What do we have to do to to win a game and play well? So they're going to come out and they're going to try really hard. You know when people try too hard that they oh, fail. Okay. It's going to happen, and Browns are just going to be like, oh my god, what's going on? And then they're just going to accidentally win the game. No. <laughs> I love the I'm theory. I'm trying to convince myself. <laughs> I love the theory. Just and bless you for being, at least one of yeah. us is going for it. I, I really respect you for that. Thank you, Stuart. <laughs> I think another one that's probably pretty easy to call, despite the books um, winning, it was against the Bears last week who imploded with Cutler. Now they go to Kansas at Arrowhead, the longest current home winning streak uh, for the Chiefs. That's going to carry on. Yeah, yeah. Easily. They're playing so well. They're a great team to watch. If you haven't been watching them, because normally they're not one of the top teams you talk about and things like that. If you haven't been watching them this season, give them a watch. It's They've been playing some really nice football. It is, it's neat, tidy. I think it's kind of efficient is the word yeah. I like for the like, Chiefs. It's not uh, like flashy or anything like that. It's just get it's the good job football. done. And it's, it's good. Yeah, it's really good to see. So then we have uh, the Baltimore Ravens uh, going to the Cowboys. Close one? I've been seeing lots of reports, okay, and this is one of those grandiose ones where I go, I know more than experts. <laughs> Obviously. But just hear me out on this. I'm probably talking absolute nonsense, but I've been reading a lot about this Baltimore defence. It's one of the best since their uh, Super Bowl winning team. They're getting back on. And you kind of look at it and go, you've not really played many teams that have tested you. And we said in the last podcast, this this is kind of one of those. Uh, they've got a few coming up where they're now going to play. I think the Patriots are coming up as well and the Bengals. So teams with offences that will test you. And I'm just not sure this Ravens defence are as good as people are saying. I just don't believe it. I don't believe these people. Yeah, and I think them coming up against the Cowboys is going to just kind of highlight that. And you're going to start noticing the holes and things like that, especially with Elliot. Just, he's just going to run through them. And I think the other thing is that defense is going to have to be really good because Flacco is not giving them much rest. No. And I think the Cowboys are going to get him really quickly. They're going to make him hurt. They're going to make him cry. They're going to make him go off and go, I can't play anymore. And that I, defense is going to be on the pitch so often. And having to contain Elliot, Elliot's going to take a break. They've got Alfred, Alfred Blue. Is it Alfred Blue? Blue. It's Alfred Blue. Yeah. And they've got Alfred Blue that can then run at them. They've, there's just too much. I think even if the Ravens defense did play well for the first two quarters, maybe three, they're not going to stop them from scoring enough that the Ravens could win because the Ravens are going to have to put up points and they're just not going to be able to do it. I agree. I also think Cowboys, after they had two big away wins uh, in Green Bay and then in Pittsburgh, being at home, I think they'll relish that and they'll want to do it in front of their fans who yeah. a lot of people in talk is getting noisier there after a few years at AT&T. It hasn't been great. They've not had a lot to cheer. I think they're going to want a signature performance and I think this is set up for them to have a big win. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars going to Detroit Lions. Detroit's suddenly looking a good football team. Really? Yeah, they've been they've been playing. They've been excited with Max uh, Matt Stafford's been having a good season. They've yeah. put together a few. They've been the great team of winning late, and now people are saying they can't keep doing it. They and can't keep snuck into the lead in their division yeah. as well. I I think if you are choosing, if you're going to just watch one game and the six o'clock and at the six o'clock games, this isn't going to be your choice. <laughs> it's not. It just isn't. No. And like you say, the Lions are playing better. They're playing okay, but they're definitely playing well enough to beat the Jags. Yes. So. Yeah, you can kind of, if I would say watch Red Zone and you'll get to see it all. 
But if you're going to just choose one game, don't choose this one. So going from a game that you could probably skip to a game that I would want to watch. I think this is going to be quite a good one. The Titans and the Colts. Mm. Especially after last week. I think this could be a really good game. It's going to be a tough one to call. Um, which way is it going for you? Well, I'm just... I was thinking this was the game at Wembley a few weeks ago that was reasonably exciting in terms of lots of points, but quality was really poor. And people were talking about, oh man, it's the Titans and Colts and they're having a good season. Now they've both found a little bit of form, particularly the Titans the last couple of weeks. Yeah. It's just so weird how in a few weeks, if you get a fit roster, if you start getting the system and the schemes you want working, and for the Titans, that run game has looked really good. And Mariota has looked class. Yeah, he's playing better than he has for a long time. It's really nice to watch him play. And like you say, it's that close game that we had, but with that quality now, I think it could be a really good one to watch. Who are you going for? I'm going for Titans, just because I think momentum's a big key in the NFL, and that's a huge confidence boost, how they destroyed the Packers last week. I'm going to go for the Colts. I agree with you about the momentum, but I also think the Titans are the type of team where they I just don't see them putting streets together of very like good amounts of wins and I think the Colts are one of the teams that could take them to be fair this is one of those either way you wouldn't be surprised no it's, we're not yeah. going to come back next week and go, I can't believe the Colts beat the Titans yeah or even if one of the teams runs away with it it's still not going to be a massive surprise like it's just who turns up if if I was doing my accumulator which obviously I don't because I don't endorse gambling but if I was doing an accumulator this is the one I'd worry about yeah yeah it's a difficult one next we go to LA Miami Dolphins against the LA Rams the Rams just don't be able, seem to be able to score points and certainly not touchdowns. They've won two now without scoring a touchdown. Yeah. But Which on one hand is quite impressive. Hasn't stopped, I was waiting to say, yeah, it hasn't stopped them winning. I mean, it's, it's really confusing. It's they, not. They're going to be seven and nine like everyone says every season. Yeah. But it's but, the Dolphins. But, so, they've, but they've got Jared Goff. Yeah. Does that make a big difference? Well, we don't know. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> we, I don't know who you're asking. He's not played know. yet. <laughs> I think, yeah, it's, it's going to be... Really difficult to call. I think he's going to suck. <laughs> I think he's going to have a nightmare. I think all those... I'm just basing this purely off the fact that no one seems to have trusted him. If he was decent, regardless of what Jeff Fish has been saying about reputation, if he was good, you'd have played him. Because Keenum's given you week after week chances to go, yeah, let's put the kid in because he's looked great. I, I'm not convinced he can be that good. And I know people say, yeah, there's a difference between playing in the NFL and kind of training and practice. Other teams have seen in their players what might work and what might not work. Are you telling me that magically over halfway through the season, he's just got good? Yeah. Well, we did talk about him very early on in the season about how unintelligent he seems. Yeah, and exactly. so maybe it's just taken all of this time to him to know enough plays that they can go, okay, <laughs> oh, okay he can finally yeah. play now because he knows more than three different pass routes. That makes sense. I also don't think... Routes. I also... I'm also not convinced about his ability to handle pressure, and this is going to be pressure. Yeah. I, yeah, again, I think the whole thing is such a massive unknown quantity. I think it's going to be something we're probably going to talk about a lot next week. All right, what did he do? Was it all, like, what's positive, what's negative? Um, how much can be blamed on being a rookie and blah, blah, blah. I think, yeah, it's going to be a, a talking point for next week more than this week. So shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so what are we doing all this for? Just <laughs> Punditry is pointless. Why talk about it beforehand? <laughs> Just wait till it's happened and then we'll analyse it. It's so much easier to predict after the game. <laughs> I'm going for part of that leads me though. I think the fact that I'm not convinced he's going to offer anything is leading me to say Dolphins victory. 
I'm just going to back him. You know what? Why not? It's the Dolphins as well. It's not like they're fantastic. <gasps> but they've been having a good run. Yeah, and but Ajayi... it's the Dolphins. Gonna be gonna be Dolphins, telling you. Alright, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just say the Rams just for um just for balance. Just for fun. Yeah. Come on, Goff. Okay, from one that's might be difficult to predict to one that's gonna be really easy to predict. Uh Patriots go to San Francisco. Patriots are gonna score forty nine. Nice. Against the 49ers. Uh, I don't know how many the 49ers are gonna score, but a lot less than that. Twelve. Twelve. Yeah. Forty nine, twelve. Done. Done. Eagles Seahawks. Now this one we did talk about picking for one of our focus games and we didn't only because we suspected a lot of people would just pick Seattle as it's in Seattle. However, we were talking before we started recording, Sam, that we really think this could be a tight, tight game. Yeah, maybe we should have picked it. And maybe it's kind of one of those ones where it's definitely the one out of the late games you're going to want to watch. So I would make make a bet on it. Or, like, obviously not a money bet, because we don't endorse that kind of thing. But, like, with, with your friends, you know? Put a call out and say, I definitely think these guys are going to win. And then have a bit of stake in it, because it's going to be a good game. And if you have a bit of stake in it in some way, that always makes it a bit more exciting. I think the Eagles could test Seahawks. We were talking on the previous podcast. Uh, Eagles haven't been letting lots of points in. Uh, but equally, they're a bit suspect uh, on their offense going on third downs. And I think, for me... The fact they're going to be limited on scoring opportunities and maybe some red zone visits. I think the Seahawks are going to keep them at bay. Yeah. Uh, and this is where we talked about Russell being back to fitness. If Rules plays this game especially, I'm really interested though to see CJ Procise again. He had that big game last week in the win against the Patriots. Can he do it again now? If he does, this could go from being what looked really dull for the Seahawks to them being really exciting. And I should learn my lesson. As someone told me, the Seahawks do this all the time. They yeah. don't start very well. They get better. I should learn the lesson. Yeah, it happens every season. Well, not every season, but like a lot. Yeah, they don't start great and they kind of, they still make it to the playoffs and then they really turn up. And that's going to happen again. They're going to make the playoffs, but they're not going to do better than the Raiders. So that's all we need to know. So who are you going for, actually? Uh, Seahawks. Seahawks, yeah, yeah. I think I am as well. I think it's going to be a... a too big a challenge for Wentz, I think. He wasn't 100% this, this week, it didn't look like, and Russell Wilson is getting there. They're going kind of opposite directions, and I think that's going to be telling. I think also Carson Wentz against Legion of Boom, when he's trying to question his accuracy, if yeah. he can pull anything off against that secondary, I'll be amazed. So then we've got the late game on the Sunday night. Uh, Packers going to Washington. Now, you doubted Washington. You kept saying, oh, but they're rubbish, they're terrible. And and they beat the Vikings, not easily, but they, they had a big lead. The Vikings managed to pull it back, but were comfortable. Yeah, a Vikings team that aren't playing well, but yeah. I I think... <laughs> Are you going for, the, for Washington? I'm plainly going for Washington. In Washington, again, Packers. I just don't think Packers... They this can't lose four on a trot, though, can yeah, they? They can't what, lose I'm, four. This is the opposite of what I was saying about like the Titans not going to be able to do a, a good winning streak. The Packers, you just they can't have a losing streak of that many, surely. Sorry, you're no, not Nathan, not surely. That does lead me to this is when I was saying you the week of the Packers being inconsistent. They'll get a win and a loss. That totally threw me last week that they would get beat so easily in Tennessee. Yeah, that it makes you think surely as an organization they won't let that happen. Yeah, because they didn't just get beat. They got they got taken out like it was it was a big big loss. So you, they're gonna have looked at themselves hard this week. They're gonna even train hard. It's either gonna have a positive effect or they're gonna come out there and be like even more tired and knackered and beat up. 
But you've got to think, a team like that, being led with Aaron Rodgers, you've got to see them turn it around. No, I'm going Washington. No, I'll go Packers. And final one, uh, we're going to Mexico. Mexico! The Monday night game sold out uh, under half an hour, all the tickets for this game, in the Azteca. Huge arena. Um, That's because everyone wants to see the Raiders. Well, it's just, it's a huge market. We talk about um, NFL coming to the UK and what should happen. Mexico is its biggest market outside of the US. Uh, the previous game was a few years ago, so it's not been there. So there's huge excitement. Um, Raiders are classed as the home team there. But obviously, you would have thought there'd probably be more fans for Texas being so close. That would be my inkling. I don't know. Um We've got a lot of people that follow us on Facebook and things like that from Mexico. And you see, if you look at their uh, profile pictures and stuff, there's a lot of Raiders badges and things. So I, I, I don't know. There'd have to be, there's probably surveys on it and things like that. You could probably find out. It's also closer, isn't it? It's going to be closer it from is. Texas to go across and watch. Yeah. And I would imagine that there's probably a lot more actual like American Texan supporters that are going down than there are Raiders fans. Although saying that, because the Raiders are playing so well, I think Raiders fans want to watch everything. So there's, it, I'd be interested to see who kind of turns out most. Do you think it has an impact on form? Does Do we kind of negate what's happened and treat this as a different game? Because that's sometimes happened at Wembley, isn't it? That it's, it's Yeah, it's, it's difficult because it's not as big a travel. Obviously, the Wembley is a big travel and a lot of kind of jet lag issues and blah, blah, blah. There's not that as much kind of... There's bigger traveling games for both of these teams within just a normal season. So I don't think there's that side of it, but it not being at home for either of them, it being in a totally different stadium, it being with a totally different crowd, it, it potentially is. You kind of have to treat it like its own beast, but it's hard to look away from the, the records right now for both the Raiders and the Texans. It's got to be a Raiders win, surely. Yeah, I, that's what I'm putting it down down for, and I want it to be. So yeah. I, I, I'm going to say the Raiders, but I want the Texans to <gasps> win. Outrageous. Well, no, because you know, remember at the beginning of the season, my tip was my Super Bowl finalists. Oh, yeah. You put the Texans, didn't you? And the Cowboys. So my Cowboys one's not looking too bad. And and do you know what odds I got on that? No. 300 to 1. Uh, I don't care. I still want the Raiders to win. <laughs> Come on, Texans. <laughs> if you would like to tell us how wrong we are... Um, Please don't. We don't care. <laughs> no. We already know. Yeah. Uh, get in touch. Yeah, we'll put up all the teapot predictions. You can see on goinglongpodcast.com. Um, there's also on there, um, whether you're one of the players or not, and I'm kind of curious, we've got the latest playoff picture so you can see who's heading to the playoffs from our predictions and who's top of the prediction league. We jinxed it last week. We said we jinxed Tom Marriott by saying he'd got four out of four, was top of the leaderboard. Do you know how many he got right this week? Two? None. None. We totally jinxed him, so sorry, Tom. It, <laughs> I'm not sorry. We're not going to do that again, so we won't mention anyone that's doing well, apart from, no. I, I'm now really nervous about mentioning if someone's doing well, I'm predicting. Neil's and, been doing okay. Nick's <laughs> uh, getting to, better. <laughs> the jinx, I'm not superstitious, it doesn't work. Uh, the Strathon family have had a change in tactics of oh, how they're picking. Don't they talk went, about them. They went into the bye week, 0-4, uh, came out of the bye week, and now won five straight matches. Uh, to shoot them up in their division and put themselves in playoff contention, not quite in the playoffs yet. But yeah, and who did they beat this week? Did, did they beat you? Stuart? Yeah, they did. Oh man, sorry. Yeah, we don't talk about them ever again. <laughs> <laughs> so, get in touch with your tips and predictions for the week. I've been Stuart, and I've been Nathan. It's been the Going Long Podcast. Bye. Bye. Bye.